You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Sean Reynolds, the owner of Summer Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Klein Appraisal, and your host of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. State of Washington, where I'm recording this podcast from, has entered into at least a month long of heavily restrictive coronavirus shutdown. We got stuff going on here. We're going to get into it on this podcast. What are we doing? What's it going to look like? How long is it going to go for? That's what we're going to cover. So let's jump on in. This is an article I found from the Seattle Times. And this is Governor Inslee orders sweeping restrictions on indoor gatherings, restaurants, bars, gyms, as COVID-19 cases surge in Washington state. They are surging. I think yesterday we had 3,216 cases, something like that. So way, way up. Our cases have gone through the roof. What's interesting is that the number of people dying from it has not. That's remained steadily low. I guess the big the big thing here is do we wait long enough where the hospitals get overrun, where doctors are overrun? Are we there yet? No, but that's what we're trying to avoid. And that's why we're trying to flatten the curve here with these restrictions. So social, economic and cultural life in Washington will slow to a crawl at 11.59pm Monday night. That was last night. I flew in to SeaTac from Maui you last night, the 16th of November, at um, about 7.30 or 8 o'clock at night, flying in, flying into a state that's kind of crappy weather and got a lot of Rona going on. It was a little bit weird, but, you know, traveling during the coronavirus is not a lot of fun. A lot of restrictions and had to get a coronavirus test before I went, all that good stuff. But now, just right here, state of Washington, Got a bunch of changes happening. So Governor Jay Inslee ordered broad restrictions and shutdowns for restaurants, theaters, gyms, and all indoor gatherings in an effort to slow the state's burgeoning coronavirus epidemic. Inslee on Sunday morning ordered restaurants and bars to shut down indoor service and to limit outdoor service to parties of five or fewer. Indoor gyms and fitness centers must also shut down. That really sucks. No gyms. No gyms, unless you know of a special gym that's open and then you go there. That could be a thing, right? Same with movie theaters, bowling alleys, and uh, museums. So random. Movie theaters, bowling alleys, and museums. Those are no-go. Have you heard of any super spreader events coming out of a museum? No, I don't think so. But I guess it's a place where a lot of people congregate. and You might leave a little Rona on the glass-encased art things right i don't know it seems far-fetched but i guess you got to just close things down so the spread doesn't doesn't keep going or slows down or whatever indoor gatherings with people outside your household will be prohibited unless participants have quarantined for at least a week and tested negative so thanksgiving so you can either quarantine 14 full days on your own. Maybe you're coming from another state. Maybe you're coming from California. Maybe you're coming from Oregon into the state of Washington. You need to quarantine for 14 days voluntarily. That's what you have to do. That's, that's what's being recommended. And then if you don't want to do that, if you want to do the shortcut, do the seven days of quarantining and then take a COVID test two days before your event that proves that you are negative. That's where we're at. Actually, I, I don't think, I mean, if you want to be careful, 
those aren't bad guidelines. If you don't want to get sick, those aren't bad guidelines to, to follow. They just seem so ridiculous. But I guess during a pandemic, kind of anything goes. Today, Sunday, November 15, 2020, is the most dangerous public health day in the last 100 years of our state's history, Inslee said in prepared remarks. A pandemic is raging in our state. Left unchecked, it will assuredly result in grossly overburdened hospitals and morgues and keep people from obtaining routine but necessarily medical treatment for non-COVID conditions. The new regulations will be put in place for at least four weeks, Inslee said, adding, we would hope we have progress in what would be the limit of these restrictions. So he's saying, you know, we really hope that this is a month-long process, but I was talking with uh, social media director here, some of properties, Darian Dunstan, and we were kind of going over. All right, so these restrictions in Washington, they are good through December 14th, so about a month. Is there any way that like a week before Christmas, a little longer than a week before Christmas, that our governor goes, you know what, cases are down, let's just have a free-for-all for Christmas and, and New Year's, because New Year's happens the week after that, right? Let's just, let's just let her rip. No, there's absolutely no way. These restrictions go through at least the 10th of January and probably longer. We're in the middle of the flu season. You're going to have a lot of cases of the Rona. They're just out there. They're waiting to happen. They are happening. They're happening. So got to do what you can to slow them down. These are the guidelines. These are what we're dealing with. Whether you think they're ridiculous or not, this is what we're doing. This is what we've got going on. I've been talking with my kids about what we're going to do for, for the holidays. And pickings are kind of slim because if you have anybody that's got impacted health or health considerations, you don't want to expose them. You don't want to possibly kill a loved one, a family member, by exposing them to coronavirus if they've got some tough medical conditions. You don't want to do that. But then again, you also don't want life to be kind of put on hold. But I think this holiday season, life is kind of put on hold. And that's that's just what we're working on. The constraints on everyday life will be as extreme as anything the state has seen since Inslee issued an emergency stay home order in March. I think the difference this time is that we kind of know what to expect. We're like, oh, yeah, okay, I can wear the mask. All right, I can do the gloves. All right, I can run into the store and do my mask. I've got all these routines down. Okay, the line looks pretty long, but I think I can get in and out of that store because that's usually pretty quick. Those kind of things are like, all right, I know I can do takeout. I know I can't do sit-in dining. The gym is closed. Here's what I'm going to do. Everybody's kind of figured out their go-to moves. And what Washington state of Washington has been put through is just basically we're going back to phase, kind of a modified phase one, kind of the beginning of the coronavirus in March. That's what we're working with right now. And it's kind of like, all right, yeah. I don't know. I don't agree with all of it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to grit my teeth and just kind of do it. And it's going to be well into 2021 before a lot of these restrictions get get lifted, I think. Because is the flu season going to abate in, like, call it December and January? Not here in the state of Washington. Those are cold weather months. It's when you got a lot of people congregating inside, hanging out. Because you don't want to go outside. Outside, state of Washington in winter? Mm. You can do it. It's just not a lot of fun. And you're not going to do much socializing out there because it's probably raining. It's probably cold. 
it's not as much fun. The new orders do not apply to schools or the court system, which are mostly operating remotely already. They also do not apply to child care, which is operating under its own guidelines. Construction and manufacturing businesses can also continue to operate. Time is of the essence here. What we know is, is if you act early, you can save lives. And if you don't, you'll be swamped with the tsunami of the virus. Inslee's pulling out the stops. You got tsunami, some other descriptive words. Um, just talking about how dire the situation is. We heard this going into the coronavirus in last February and March. I just don't see the numbers adding up to this kind of panic. We literally we have had panic buying at grocery stores here in Washington. I mean, people just hear that we're going, we're having some more restrictions to our lifestyles. They automatically panic and run out and buy every roll of toilet paper and every roll of paper towels that they can humanly find. I want, I want to know what's going on in people's heads where they're like, you know what? I just heard that we're going to have restrictions. We're going to have another shutdown. I must get an inordinate amount of toilet paper. I must get a stockpile of paper towels to get through this crisis. That's just never really in my thought. I always go to, do we have enough food? Yeah. I mean, we've got enough food in our freezer to probably last for a long time. Would I enjoy eating that for like six or eight weeks? No. But we'd probably be able to make it through. And guess what? The food supply chain, just the supply chain in general, it got rocked back in March. But I think everybody's kind of got that under control a little bit more, right? I mean, stores, Costco, grocery stores, they, they've got stuff. They've got this handled. They know what's going to go on. Everybody kind of knew second shutdown was coming. The cases were spiking. A couple of weeks ago, cases started spiking beginning of November. Guess what? Everybody kind of knew this is probably coming. And other states are doing the same thing. California, probably do a podcast on that too because we get a lot of viewers out of California. And thanks, guys. In uh, the Golden State, thank you for watching and tuning in. Get a lot of people from California, and I try and prov provide uh, coverage for there as well. So Inslee talked about other states that haven't acted and now have hospitals canceling non-urgent surgeries and turning to semi-trucks with ice because their morgues are filled. Now, that is just some panic selling right there. We don't want to get to the spot where we have to have trucks rolling around with ice for all the dead bodies. We are nowhere near close to that. I think we've only had 2,600 deaths in the entire pandemic in the state of Washington. This is a, pop, a state with a population of over 7 million people. A lot of people, I mean, there's been, what, 100 and I think 26 or 116,000 infections in the state of Washington. Yeah, it's a lot. But look at how many people have died. Very few or are hospitals, are they at capacity? Not that I know of. I mean, that'd be first page news, right? Front page news. You, But we also don't want to get there. So I guess do what you got to do. Don't do anything silly. Big family gatherings pretty much out. And people are going to say, oh, but, but they're part of my family. Yeah, but these restrictions are limited to people you live with. If you don't live with somebody, probably rule of thumb and I am a massive non follower of rules for the most part for a lot of social stuff. I'm probably going to stick by those rules. Because it doesn't feel like a really good time 
to be gathering with a whole bunch of people that you don't know where they've been. Um, but you're also talking to a guy or I'm talking to you. I was just in an airport last night. Now, granted, everybody's wearing a mask. Everybody's doing the whole hand sanitization thing. You've got a seat in between you. You don't get close to anybody. Give everybody space. I didn't do, you know, baggage. I'm basically on and off, get in, get out, get through. Um, so to be going to big family gatherings, I think that's out this holiday season. I think you just, I think you don't have that. But then again, I read one of these articles I was reading. But if you do have a big family gathering, don't expect the sheriff to show up at your door. That's not going to happen. These are just recommendations. So despite a statewide mask mandate and current restrictions on businesses, the pandemic has been rapidly spreading in Washington. The state for the last two weeks has been breaking previous case records almost daily. On November 3rd, the state recorded a then record 1,469 coronavirus cases. By November 15th, two days ago, daily cases increased more than 50% and stood at 2,309 cases. And then the next day, 3,200 cases. So even more, just a lot of cases. But I don't see the people dying. And are the people being hospitalized? We'll get to that in a little bit. But for the most part, no. The day Inslee issued his stay-at-home order in March, there were just 225 confirmed cases, although there was far less testing then. In Seattle, nearly 20% of all COVID cases come from the entire from the entire pandemic have been report, reported in the last two weeks. So last 14 days, last two weeks, two weeks, there's two, not one, two, two weeks. 20% of all the COVID cases, that's when they've been reported in the last two weeks. One out of five. Am I being redundant here? Cases are way up is my bottom line. The full list of restrictions going into effect is daunting. All orders go into effect at last night at midnight. All right. Our family is canceling Thanksgiving plans, and that includes other family households, said Elise Reed, who lives in Edmonds. We will Zoom or Skype and share out our traditions this year. Outdoor social gatherings should be limited to no more than five people from outside your household, Inslee said. Okay, I think that's about, um, uh, we got religious services continue, but must limit indoor attendance to 25% of capacity or 200 people, whichever is less. Masks must be worn at all times. And yeah, choirs, bands, and congregational singing will be prohibited because you might get the Rona singing, yelling, shouting. That just spews the Rona out there. And I'm kind of joking, but kind of not. We kind of know how the coronavirus transmits. No loud yelling, singing, or whatever it is. Wedding and funeral ceremonies will be limited to 30 people. Receptions will be prohibited. Retail stores, including grocery stores and malls, must limit occupancy to 25% and must close food court seating. So let's, that's some of the broad strokes, strokes. Let's look and see exactly what we can and can't do. What you can and can't do under Washington's newest coronavirus stay-home restrictions. With coronavirus cases rapidly rising in Washington State and around the country, Jay Inslee announced new restrictions. Indoor gatherings. Indoor gatherings outside one's household are prohibited unless, again, you do 14 days of quarantine before the gathering or, you got it, seven days with a negative COVID test within two days of the planned event. We might do that. My kids and I have talked about doing that. Hey, why don't we all just get tested 
and then um, feel this kind of better. It's a little expensive, but just kind of go and do it. But then the, the whole issue there is, say you go get a test, next day you're out and about, somebody gives you the coronavirus, you're transmitting it to other people, and you don't know it. Uh, you're, you're relying upon this negative COVID test, which I had um, two weeks ago. No, two weeks ago? No, 10 days ago, something like that. Uh, two weekends ago, I had a, a negative COVID test. And it wasn't that bad. It was, you know, it wasn't that painful. It was one of the ones where they got to wait at least a couple of days for the results and not one of the quick ones. It's one of the more reliable ones, I'm told. And so tested negative. But I mean, I could have got it minutes out of walking out of there. I took it down at the airport. I could have, you know, somebody walk by, breathe on me, yell at me, sing at me, get the Rona, and then I'm a transmitter. It's not what we want. And so for the purposes of this, a household is defined as individuals who reside in the same domicile. Got to live in the same house. Otherwise, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, probably not happening, right? Outdoor social gatherings. Outdoor gatherings should be limited to no more than five people from outside your household. Outside is good. But outside in Washington for the next nine months, not so good. Painful. Not a place you want to be. Restaurants and bars. Indoor service is now prohibited beginning 1201. That was last night. No, that's tonight. 12.01 a.m. Wednesday, November 18th. Outdoor dining and, and to-go service is allowed. But the, there again, unless you've got a big tent or something here in the state of Washington and your facility can handle that kind of outdoor seating, if you're a restaurant state of Washington, you are out of luck because nobody's going outside because it's cold enough and wet enough. Kind of thing is not happening in the state of Washington but a lot of bar owners, restaurant owners, they are making that happen. No more than five people per table are allowed when dining outdoors. Fitness facilities and gyms close down. Nothing happening. Outdoor fitness classes may still occur, but must follow the outdoor gathering guidelines above. Less than five people. Don't get too close. Wear your masks. Socially distance. You got it. So entertainment, so bowling centers, movie theaters, museums, zoos, and aquariums, all done, gone. Not available during the road. I have to do some, watch some TV and watch some YouTube and get your fix that way if that's your thing. Real estate, open houses are not permitted. There's a few other restrictions, but that is the big one. Go look at your MLS because uh, I'm not going to bore everybody here. But there are some other restrictions, nothing major. But um, you just want to make sure in your local area, you are following the protocol for real estate and open houses. Not happening. And we had just been okayed for that like a month ago, too. That's a bummer. Weddings and funerals. No more than 30 people are allowed at ceremonies. Receptions prohibited. In-store retail. Stores. Indoor occupancy must be limited to 25% and any food court seating is prohibited. Food courts out. They're gone. No food court. Religious services. Indoor occupancy must be limited to 25% or no more than 200 people, whichever is fewer. Congregation members, attendees must wear facial coverings at all times. We all know that. Um, vocal or instrumental soloists are permitted to perform and vocal soloists may have a single accompanist. Outdoor services must follow the outdoor dining guidance. All right. So we got that covered. Religious services, professional services. Employees must work from home when possible and close offices to the public. If they remain open, occupancy is restricted to 25%. So a lot of the stuff still going on like normal. We're just back to those phase one restrictions of 
I can work with that. I can make that work. It's when things are just outright outlawed. Um, and the whole food thing and bar thing kind of comes pretty close to that to me. And I get what they're trying to do. But to outlaw to, to basically close restaurants and bars, have we had that many cases where this has been proven to be super spreader? I don't know. I, I look for those articles all the time. Haven't really seen it. But I will share with you in a second here, a couple of events that have been super spreader events. And they're not well, one of them is what you think, but the other one, you're like, oh, that's not good. Long-term, and speaking of which, long-term care facilities. Only outdoor visits are permitted. Exceptions can be made for essential support and end-of-life care. That sucks. If you have a loved one that is dying, that is in an adult care, that's not going to be an easy run. That absolutely sucks. Been there. Youth, and that's school and non-school, and adult sporting activities. Sporting activities are limited to outdoor only for intra-team practices, and athletes must wear masks. That's a tough one. Wearing a mask while you work out. But I guess if you want to go do your thing and you want to run around outside, and if you got to wear a mask to do an inter-team practice, that is what you do. Just hard with all, all that burned oxygen kind of running around in your mask. Hold your mask out. Might let the Rona out. Just so many variables, right? All right, so those are, that's the broad strokes of the restrictions we've got in the state of Washington. Major thing, restaurants and bars are closed, gyms are closed, everything else kind of restricted. Um, and there's some things in there that if they're your thing, you're like, ah, that sucks. Yep, but for the most part, you know, we're going to be able to get by. But there's, you know, realize there's some business owners they are not getting by unless uh, they make some moves. And um, kind of we need that need some PPP to come through for some businesses that are shut down need that to happen. Let's see what happens with the White House Congress and Senate see if they can't make something work. Will it be a couple trillion dollar package? Yeah, probably maybe closer to that $3 trillion package based on what happened with the election. We'll just have to see on that. Here's one of those events that I'm saying, all right, what if you were to eliminate this type of activity from happening? Would anybody really get that worked up? Yeah, some people might. But what was it? Okay, Washington State wedding with 300 guests turns into a COVID-19 super spreader event. Super spreader. It's just happening left and right. Let's read about that for a second. 17 confirmed COVID-19 cases with more being added daily and two subsequent coronavirus outbreaks are the legacy of a wedding at a private venue near Ritzville. That's way eastern Washington. Is that near Spokane? I think so. I think it's southeastern Washington. I have been there. I knew a kid in high school from Ritzville. I have no other reference to Ritzville in my life other than that. At a venue near Ritzville that drew more than 300 attendee attendees, according to Grant County health officials. This, of course, not the first time this has happened in the U.S., but the wedding in Adams County has a, uh, health officials in nearby Grants County trying to find others who may have contracted the virus at the November 7th wedding. That's my birthday. Somebody got married on my wedding. Somebody carried the Rona to the wedding. 17 people so far confirmed Rona survivors. Survivors so far. Wedding ceremonies have been capped at no more than 30 people, though starting this week, indoor wedding receptions of any size are banned in Washington. 
Officials with the Grant County Health District are asking wedding attendees to get tested, self-quarantine through Saturday, November 21st. Ah, that's reasonable. Two weeks. Go do what you got to do. Grant County said Monday that it's so far 17 cases and two outbreaks have been connected with the event, with more cases being added daily. They're going to crack that 20? Probably. Our personal decisions affect the health of our family, friends, and communities, the Grant Grant County Health District said, urging everyone who attended the wedding to get tested for the virus. That's fair, right? Here is the last one. This one, to me, is like, all right, I still want gyms to be open. That's my bottom line. 94 coronavirus cases reported an outbreak at Stanwood long-term care facility. This is a nursing home or some variant thereof. At least 53 residents and 41 staff members at Josephine Caring Community in Stanwood were infected with COVID-19 according to the Snohomish Health District. All right, so this is one of those places where everybody's super careful because if it gets in, it just rips through the community and kills a lot of people, right? That's kind of what we've been told. Is that happening here? Let's take a let's, let's let's do a little bit of a deep dive and let's take a look. At least 94 cases of coronavirus have been connected to an outbreak at a long-term care facility in, in Stanwood. Uh, two residents were in the hospital and seven had recovered on Saturday, according to the care facility. Most residents showed mild or no symptoms. Thought that was interesting. So you're at a long-term care facility where people are not in the greatest of shapes. Otherwise, they'd be running around in general population. But no, they're at a long-term care facility, got the Rona, either had mild symptoms or no symptoms. As we learned early on in this pandemic, COVID-19 infections can spread incredibly fast in congregate living environments like this, said Dr. Chris Splitters. He's a Snohomish County Health uh, Officer. The health district was first notified of a COVID-19 case at Josephine Caring Community on October 26th. Number of infected people had steadily increased since then, with cases nearly tripling over a two to three day period last week, according to the district. Josephine Care Community says it is working with the Department of Health to review and revise infection control protocols. Okay, so how, call me stupid, but how does that happen when you are doing all of the things, all the protocol you're supposed to be doing? Everybody's wearing masks. The Rona still gets out there, doesn't it? Now, what's interesting to me is that you've got gyms where people are literally a few feet away from each other, working out hard, sweating, grunting, exhaling calories, because that's what you do. And yet I've seen very, very few cases of the coronavirus coming out of gyms. I don't know of a single one. I know of people who have gone to gyms who have tested positive, but the outbreak wasn't necessarily from there. They're just people who happen to be fit and like going to gyms. Yeah, they get the Rona from somewhere else. But I don't know of a single case that I know of personally where gyms are being closed. So there's there's some of this stuff that to me is like, okay, I understand the gym thing because, you know, you breathe hard and you might blow the Rona on people. My bottom line with all this is that if you're going to tell me I have to do something, that it's for my own self-interest, that's fine. But don't say that it's based on the data and the science when everybody looks at it and goes, that is not based on the data and the science at all. You're just making decisions because you got to make some decisions and you went down this route of, you know what, based on what we kind of know, this is what we're doing. I can deal with that.
But to have, like, when the coronavirus first came along, to have commercial construction keep going, residential construction stop, that was crazy. How about no car washes? Talk about something that's automated that there's no Rona involved in. Stay inside your car. Guy outside running the car wash stays outside your car. Or you stay inside your car. Don't stay outside your car when your car is going through the car wash because then there's nobody in it. You know what I mean. You get what I mean. So all this stuff. All right, I can deal with it, but just don't lie to me and tell me that this is specifically why we're doing what we're doing because we still don't know. We don't even have a vaccine ready to go to the public, do we? We don't really know. We're just kind of, well, odds are, best guess, close those gyms, close those restaurants, close those bars. Weddings, you can still have them. We know you're going to do more than 30 people. And those are super spreader events. But we're still going to allow that because we want people to get married. And that's a happy thing. Um, But no funerals. I don't even know. What what would we say on funerals? Probably less than 30 people or whatever. That's where I'm at with all this. Yeah, some onerous restrictions. It's going to be a drag of a holiday season. But you do what you got to do. You figure out ways to kind of get around it. No, you won't be going to any movie theaters. No, you probably shouldn't be going to any big family gatherings. Shouldn't be having those. Going to have to figure out alternate ways of you know entertaining yourself and getting through the holiday season. A lot of Amazon, a lot of delivery service, a lot of a lot of Amazon. All those gifts you'd normally go get. I'm a last minute shopper. All those last minute. Shopping gifts. Oh, I gotta plan those. I gotta, I gotta plan. I gotta, I gotta go plan stuff. Horrible. All right. Thanks for sticking with me this far. That's it for me on this podcast. But as more stuff comes up, as more restrictions come up, or these restrictions get let up. I don't know. Is that the right word? Loosened, less restrictive. I will report them to you right here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. That's it for me. Thanks for staying with me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening. I will catch up with you guys on the next one. See you there. Thanks again. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.